0: This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec, the place to stay updated and educated. Tech Guide episode 391. Hello and welcome to the show. Thanks so much for joining me once again and welcome to any first-time listeners. Thanks for giving us a try. Well, this week the tech world is still reeling from the coronavirus with event cancellations and store closures around the world. Other companies, though, are also showing their generosity in these difficult times. We also go through the apps that can help you work from home if you need to self-isolate, and we'll also take a look at an interlock system that can prevent drink driving. In the Tech Guide reviews, we're going to also take a look at the Technics Otava audio system. We'll also check out the Echo Show 8 smart display, And Dyson has launched its latest hair care product and will answer all your tech questions in the Tech Guide help desk. And it's all brought to you by Netgear, the company that keeps you connected, and Norton, the company that keeps you protected. Well, it's become... A never-ending story, the COVID-19, the coronavirus, whatever you want to call it, it is at this point affecting every part of our lives, Uh, the tech world being part of that, of course. This is a tech podcast, not a medical podcast, but it's hard not to talk about this. Most of the stories I've written in the last couple of days have been all about event cancellations and store closures and companies uh, telling their staff to work from home, it's become this all-encompassing story. It's affecting sport, it's affecting business, it's affecting the economy, uh, our daily lives. Uh, there's queues at shopping centres, people uh, panic buying certain items as well. So it is really something that we, we can't avoid talking about. So you, you might even be listening to this podcast, you might be self-isolating, you might be in quarantine. People that have just returned into the country now have to quarantine themselves for 14 days. Uh, whether they're a citizen or a tourist, you, you've got to sit in a room now for 14 days. By law, they're going to enforce that as well. So w- what what's happened in the tech world, though, is, of course, more event cancellations. We, we kind of predicted that Apple's Worldwide Developers Conference, which is usually run in the first week of June, we knew that was in trouble even last week and apple has confirmed that it is not holding an event but there will still be a worldwide developers conference in 2020 it's going to go ahead as an online event there's going to be a new new online format for developers and the media so they'll they're going to live stream the keynote address which is where they outline the new updates for iOS, iPadOS, MacOS, WatchOS and TVOS. That's a lot of OSs in there. They're going to go through every one of them. This is very important for developers to know these new, the new features of these operating systems so they can go away and optimise the apps they're developing to run on those platforms. For developers, though, this is an event as well that gives them an opportunity to interact with Apple engineers it's it's a networking event as much as it is a tech event for these for these developers in fact it is so popular that you know, there are, you know, there are tens of millions of developers around the world but there is only room i think for about 1500 at this event so they actually go they they put their people who are interested in attending they put their names in a ballot and hope to have their name drawn out to give them the chance to buy a ticket to the event, which costs about 1600 US dollars to attend Worldwide Developers Conference. For that, they get a ticket into the keynote, but also all sessions with Apple engineers so they can run their code and learn from the Apple engineers, and then obviously meet other developers and gain a lot more uh, experience, and also hopefully improve the apps they're working on. So this year, that's kind of still going to happen. It's going to happen all online, though. All the sessions from the developers will be run online, so they will still be able to interact virtually with Apple engineers. It's, It's nothing like being there, of course, but it's better than nothing and i'm I'm pretty sure that this will be a free event now for developers. I don't think you're going to pay to virtually talk to someone uh, and the the expense of putting on the the developers conference is what is the reason why they pay their ticket prices because there are thousands of people that do attend this event, media included myself, I've been to the last seven or eight worldwide developers conferences. And it's a big event. In fact, Apple uh, have recognized this. And they're also going to kick in a million dollars to local businesses, restaurants and hotels to offset the loss. Because you've got to remember, this brings in a lot of business for all those restaurants and hotels and all, the, all those places around San Jose where these thousands of people, myself included, come into town and we spend our money. And Apple is going to going to cover that with a $1 million donation to local organisations. But Apple, as well as changing their Worldwide Developers uh, Conference format to now an online format, the other news from Apple is the fact that they've closed all Apple stores outside Greater China. So the originally Apple closed all stores within China and now since the outbreak and now the passing of a couple of months, those stores have now reopened in Greater China. But around the rest of the world, Australia included, every single Apple store will be closed until March 27. So that's Friday week. So let's call it two-week closure of all their stores. Apple, of course, are saying that they are taking these additional steps to protect team members and customers All the retail stores uh, are closed for that reason. They've also given uh, Apple staff, they've in fact instructed Apple staff and executives to work from home as well to minimise the risk there. But uh, what what it also, last week we spoke about the severe shortages of Apple products, the iPhone being the biggest one, and what the closure of the Apple stores is going to do is actually, it's actually going to soften the blow for the company because there. The, there's nowhere, an Apple store is where you'd expect to buy most of the product. In fact, all the product, all the time. Last week, we mentioned that the telcos were running virtually, had virtually no stock of the iPhone, and they were instructing customers to go to the Apple store to purchase uh, an iPhone. Well, they don't have that avenue now until after March 27. They can, of course, still order online. We took a quick look at an Apple, uh, the Apple website, which showed that if I were to order an iPhone today, it, the earliest I would receive it would be March 31, which is after the reopening of the stores. So that, that, I think to me that proves that there is a severe shortage of stock there, not just iPhone. We're talking iPads, AirPods, which normally run low on stock anyway because they're so popular. So imagine the strained, the strains on their inventory now is going to go even further Although they do have now a little bit of a buffer till March 27 to hopefully build up that stock. So by the time the Apple stores open again, they are going to be in a bit better a bit better position. But it's not all doom and gloom, though, when it comes to the effects of the coronavirus. Uh, I'm going to talk later about what the apps you can use to help you work from home if you are returning to Australia for an overseas holiday or you've been instructed to work from home by your company or you may even be feel not feeling the best and self-isolating in the best interests of your colleagues and your family. Uh, but we're going to talk more about that in a moment. But what you do need to work from home is data. And the telcos, Telstra, Optus and now Vodafone, I'm just hearing, are offering more data, so free additional data for customers uh, the uh, Telstra is offering an extra 25 gigabytes of data for prepaid customers. Sorry, for postpaid customers for the month of April. Optus are offering an additional 20 gigabytes. But they are also uh, looking after their prepaid customers as well. So if you do a forty, if you have a forty dollar recharge, if you're a, a prepaid customer, you will get an additional ten gigabytes of data. So uh, that, that's, that, that's really uh, like thinking of customers for if they are forced to work from home, it may put a strain on their data limit at home. Uh, the NBN, is it going to cope with as many people working from home now? Will we need to use our 4G data as well? Uh, so... Uh, Vodafone are going to offer 5 gig of additional data at maximum speed for the month ahead, so not quite as much as Optus and Vodafone. Those Optus and Telstra, I should say. Uh, they're also, prepaid Vodafone customers will also receive a 3 gigabyte once-off bonus, one-off bonus with their next recharge as well. So the telcos ha- have got their customers' backs. So I think this is a, a good move. I think they were all kind of forced. Uh, Optus were the first, by the way, to offer this. Telstra came out a few days later. Optus offered this back on Friday and Telstra came out on Monday to offer this as did Vodafone. So they've all they couldn't not be seen to be giving extra data here for their customers. Uh, and again, that would be used if you do need to work remotely, if you need to work from home during this crisis. So uh, if you are a customer from each each of those, any of those as we, we're bound to be a customer of one of those telcos you do, you are getting more data and business owners too can benefit telstra offering the same thing for business owners telstra also took it a step further and offered unlimited calls to eligible pensioners who have a home phone plan so if you've got a home phone and you're a pensioner and you're a Telstra customer, you you are now going to receive unlimited calls to local, national and 13 and 1300 numbers uh, and also calls to Australian mobile phones as well. So no risk there you going over or spending extra money on your home phone. Go nuts. If you're a pensioner on a home phone plan with Telstra, those calls have now just become unlimited. I think Telstra also instructed all their staff to work from home as well. You'd think if there's one company that can work from home, it'd be Telstra through their 4G and 5G networks and also through their internet connections as well. Their staff would be savvy enough to do that. Uh, I'm not sure what Optus customers are doing, but we did mention to Apple have given, uh, they've told their staff to work from home as well. As this whole problem gets bigger and bigger, Hopefully, uh, it's going to improve soon. But I think we all need to. I, I think it's not a bad idea to 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 keep our distance. There, there's the uh, the journalist awards. The Lizzies were due to be held this Friday. Tech Guide has been nominated for best independent coverage, as have I been nominated for best consumer tech journalist. So I was looking forward to seeing whether I uh, was going to win this award on Friday night, uh, which is March twenty. That it is now being postponed indefinitely. So we're not we are abiding by those rules where I think there would have been about 500 people at this event. So ga- gatherings, non-essential static gatherings, I think they're calling it. Uh, we're going to have to give it a miss. So the awards have been postponed. Um, so I'm hoping I get the cash. So send me wish, send me some good wishes, positive energy. Uh, you never know. I might, uh, I might pick up one of those awards. And miracles happen. I might even pick up both. I've never won an award of the Lizzies. Would love to uh, to break the drought this year. I was hoping I would have found out on Friday night, but I do have to wait a little bit longer. That's okay. If you want to read all about what we're talking about here, the the Worldwide Developers Conference, Apple Store closures, these new this bonus data from Optus and Telstra, any news to do with the coronavirus and its effect on the tech world, we've got it covered like a tarpaulin at techguide.com.au. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec. Okay, we've covered all kind of the news around the coronavirus and the tech world and how it's affecting us. But the biggest effect and uh, that customers, uh, sorry, employees, businesses may have been, may have already put this in place. And you may be one of these people who has to work from home. There are several ways you can do it. Now, working from home uh, for many people is a possibility. I've always said, with the the connectivity that we have and the speed of the connections we have that work is a thing we do, not a place you go. That has been kind of my my motto for the last few years. I work from home myself. I, I don't have an office, I work from home. Wherever I need to work from, as long as I've got an internet connection, I can do my job. I can do my job on the moon if I had an internet connection. So it's really uh, that, that connectivity that can help you get your work done. Now, I, I know there's not, not everyone can work from home. So if you're a factory worker or you work in a store or in retail, whatever you're doing, if you're a tradesman, you can't work from home either. So unfortunately, this doesn't apply to everybody. But if you work in an office, if you uh, can do your job in front of a computer... And that connection, uh, you can achieve the same results sitting at home as you would in your office. And even if you need to have meetings, even if you have to show people a present, you have to make a presentation to people, you can still do all of that remotely. I'm going to go through some apps now. Some that you've obviously heard of. FaceTime is a good example. That's Apple's video calling app. So if you're if you've got Apple devices, if you've got an iPad, an iPhone, or a Mac, you can have up to 32 people on a group FaceTime chat. A lot of people didn't realise this. So if you did need to have a quick huddle with a few of your staff members. You know, even four or five, you can easily do that on Facebook. If they're all iPhone users or they've got a Mac, you can easily do that. So everyone is can chat. The person who is chatting, uh, who's currently talking, their icon becomes the biggest uh, picture on your screen. So you'll see them talking. The video feed from them enlarges, so you know that okay, well, this 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 person is, is talking. And when then it's when it's your turn to talk, then your image will will grow on those other people's screens as well. If you want a little bit more of a a platform agnostic solution, then Skype is also uh, an obvious choice as well. It can handle video or audio conferences for up to 50 people. So if you're on a Mac, you're on a PC, on a phone, tablet then Skype is a great leveller. Everyone can access Skype. It even offers things like live subtitles and captions as well if you want to enable that. So you can still have your meeting. You can even share your screen as well. So if you need to show a presentation or show a picture or show something, you can also do that through Skype as well. Google Hangouts is another one. It's probably not as as good as FaceTime or Skype. It can handle up to 10 people uh, with a video call. And you can also share your photos on that as well. But it, the advantage of it is also it works across iOS and Android devices and from a web browser. So again, if you have multiple systems being used in your company, you can use that as well, but there are more professional products. Like GoToMeeting is a good example, where you can have the instant meetings, group meetings. You, the the service even offers offers a meeting transcription, so you'll get a transcription of the of the meeting that you just had. So rather than someone taking minutes, you just get this automatic tran- transcription. Uh, and you can also, it's also possible for everyone who's taking part in the group video call to individually message each other in real time. So, if you need to sort of have a little bit of a sidebar with a colleague about a certain something, you can message them personally during the chat. So, it's not like having to wait till you're offline, you can make a suggestion one to one during a go to meeting chat as well. Zoom, another business uh, type connection, HD video calls, screen sharing, you can get a choice to, gallery view, full screen view as well. you, You can take advantage of free plans and basic plans as well. The higher plans obviously offer more participants Longer video calls. Log Me In is another very popular one. It is also a, a way for you not only to access your desktop as if you're sitting in front of it, but you can also share and collaborate as well. In fact, Log Me In is giving companies free access. So, government and municipalities, educational institutions, healthcare organizations, nonprofits, they're getting free company wide use of Log Me In. Which is that they're all their remote access products for the next three months. So it's really a nice gesture from them. Uh, the other the other application is called Slack. This is an internal comms tool for businesses of all all types of sizes. So you can set up meetings, share agendas, but then what you can do is keep track of action items and follow up. So say for example you're in a meeting and it says, righto, Steve, uh, you need, your action item is you need to organise um, a party for 15 people and make sure that it's catered. So they can then follow me up and keep track of these action items and I can, through Slack, uh, t- tick off the boxes that yes, that it's been organised, uh, catering's organised. Think, yeah, that's just an example, but it could be anything. Slack is another good way to do that. It also has one-to-one video calling, so not group uh, calling in Slack. You want to take a look at all of those Uh, if you are having to to work from home. Any one of those applications can help you get your job done. You want to read more about that? It's at techguide.com.au. Okay, moving on from the coronavirus, let's talk tech. Let's just talk about products and our reviews. We're going to start with the new vehicle interlock system from an Australian company called Andatech. Now, we received this, uh, this release the other day, and it is a type of product that you can voluntarily install in your car. Basically what it is, the interlock system, it's like a, it's like the size of a smartphone. It has a screen on it and also a place at the top where you can provide a breath sample. Then there's a cable running from the bottom that goes into your ignition system in your car. So what happens here, the device, the breathalyzer device from Andertech can... You, you can set the limit so you can actually set it to zero. So you are to make sure that the, whoever drives the car it's attached to has to have zero alcohol or you can set it to the legal limit of point, 0.05 or you, you can set it to whatever limit you happen to, to want to set it to. And until at a clean sample is provided, the driver cannot drive the car. So if you say you get in the car, you've had a couple of drinks and you might be over the limit, if it's zero, then of course you're going to be over the limit. You, once, you blow, once you provide the sample, you need to wait five minutes before you provide another breath sample. Now, some drivers who have been before the courts have repeat, repeat infringements, who have been lost their licenses perhaps in the past, There have actually been instances where the court has ordered an interlock device be installed in their ignition system. And just like the Andertech, the ALX3000 is is the model number. So it could work, it it, it is something that some people have to have, but it's nothing to stop a driver installing this on their own. So nothing stopping you if you don't want to risk losing your license if you it will absolutely prevent you drink driving. So for some people who maybe have the potential to drink or drive and you you you, you need your license. You gotta drive for work, you've got to drive your kids to school. And here is a mechanism then that can prevent you from driving your car when you're in a condition perhaps that may you may have done in the past. You're in a condition that you're not going to make the best judgment about your safety and whether you should drive a car or not. But with this system in place, it's a foolproof solution. If you've had a drink, if you're over the limit, you cannot drive your car. And I think for some people, parents especially, are looking at this, installing this in their own cars and because their P-plate son or daughter may drive their car. They may, I've heard of instances where parents have bought their child a car and this has been pre-installed so that they ensure if you're a pea platter, you cannot drive without calling your system. So this ensures that very thing where you cannot drive. So it it is another one of those safeguards. And look, let's let's be frank here, this could be a lifesaver you look at the stats of accidents in the last uh, 12 to 18 months and 30% of all of those accidents, of all road fatalities, I should say, 30% of all road fatalities in Australia involved alcohol. That's according to the Centre for Accident Research and Road Safety. So alcohol plays a factor. And if you can prevent that, 30% of all road fatalities that could be uh, something for, for you there. Now, the interlock system, the ALX3000, has, uh, has all the sensors and a fuel cell to provide precise blood alcohol testing, along with other sensors that lo- it looks after temperature flow and, and altitude, and a buzzer goes off when the test is complete. If you fail the test, like I said, you've got to wait five minutes before you can take the test again. And the unit itself can actually store up to 100,000 tests in its internal memory so the results can be examined. So if you've had this installed because through the courts, they can look back at however many times you've tried to drive your car with alcohol in your system. So it does, even, even if you don't drive your car, it won't let you, it can even show how many times you tried to drive the car with alcohol in your system. Now, the Andatec ALX3000 interlock device, it's available now, and it's not cheap. It's a $1,700, but you think of that, I think that's a small price to pay to ensure that no one is going to drive that vehicle with any alcohol or, or too much alcohol in their system. It does also need to be installed by an auto electrician, so that's an, an additional cost. But as I said, I think that's an investment in the safety of the driver and the family and uh, the other people on the road. Uh, you can purchase it online at andatech.com.au. We've written a full story about it at TechGuide. So if you want to check it out, it's at techguide.com.au. This is TechGuide. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly supported by Netgear, they're Australia's number one Wi-Fi brand. Now, we often upgrade our smartphones and our TVs and our laptop, but you know what? You can now upgrade your Wi-Fi. The future of Wi-Fi is here. It's called Wi-Fi 6. Now, we all stream shows on Netflix and Stan and all these other streaming services, Disney Plus, Prime, there's so many, but now you can give all those services the VIP treatment. Wi-Fi 6 routers give you even faster speeds and wider coverage throughout your home. You get up to four times the capacity compared to today's Wi-Fi. So that means you can do more, connect more devices, stream simultaneously without impacting Wi-Fi speed and reliability. It's the biggest revolution in Wi-Fi ever and you can be one of the first to have the next generation of Wi-Fi 6 technology with a Netgear Nighthawk router. Turn your Wi-Fi up to 6, with a Nighthawk Wi-Fi 6 router. Go check it out today at netgear.com slash fi 6. That's netgear.com slash fi and the number 6. Come on. And now, a Tech Guide review with Stephen Fennec. Kicking off our Tech Guide reviews this week, we had a look at the Technics Otava FSC C70. Now, this is an all-in-one system. I think we got one of the first in the country, to be honest. So this is one of the earliest reviews you'll see in Australia on an, an Australian tech website. Uh, I was very lucky to get this through Technic, so I thoroughly enjoyed it. This is an all-in-one system. So imagine a product that is the size, let's, let's say the, size, the shape of a CD player, but it is a little bit taller, and a lot more stylish, I've got to say. So you're looking at brushed metal, brushed aluminium, and this louver design on the front, and uh, really nice shiny buttons. It, it's the build quality. Just just looking at it, it, it's great. Let alone when you're listening to it. So it it is quite nice. It is obviously designed at the the customer who values audio audio quality a little bit more than a customer that would spend say 200 bucks on a Bluetooth speaker. This is not only a Bluetooth device; it's a Wi-Fi device. It could be set up as a as a speaker in a multi-room setup. It's also a CD player. So, on the very top of the device is a CD player. The lid of the CD player. I was trying to press buttons, and I was thinking this thing was going to rise elegantly up out of the out of the uh, off uh, from the flat top of the of this panel there. Uh, but instead it actually was had a sliding mechanism so I had to slide it open like a like the uh, you know the, the peep hole on a door you know you've got the, the, the cover of a peephole you sort of slide it up to look through it. It was similar to that and it t- t- took me f- five or ten minutes to work it out and I finally did and it was as simple as just sliding it over rather than it rising to let me install, to put in the CD there. Now, this is uh, a system that's a 2.1-channel. It's got 2.1-channel speakers, subwoofer built in, CD player, digital radio as well on here, Bluetooth, AirPlay, so if you've got a, an Apple device, and DLNA. So if you've got a maybe a, a connected server or any device on your network that has music on it, you can access it wirelessly through this product as well. You can have a wired or a wireless connection, so you can connect it to your network. If you have a wired connection, a Wi-Fi connection between your device and your content, so you can stream, say you've got uh, Spotify, Apple Music, or Tidal, that's a sort of high-res audio uh, uh, music service, It does sound a little bit better through here as well. Now, the front of the system has has a grill and these horizontal slats in front of it. Uh, The front 30-watt speakers and tweeters. There's also a down-firing 40-watt, eight-centimeter-wide subwoofer. And on top of that, of course, is the CD player. And I've got to be honest... We haven't played CDs for quite a while here, so I really had to dig through. Luckily, I've still got some of my CDs because I drive a Tesla, which doesn't have a CD player in it, and I don't have a CD player in my car. I've got a lot of wireless speakers that I stream music from my phone to those speakers. So luckily, I did have some CDs, and I've got to say, this thing sounds phenomenal. Having a CD, that physical media, it does sound better than Bluetooth. Even high-res audio, it, it, it's high res audio is probably as good, if not slightly better. But having a CD, I think, is, is a If you've got a large CD collection still, then this is the sort of product for you that illustrates that you are connected to your audio. Because if you're just happy to have a stream to stream everything through a, a service, but you don't own a CD, that says that speaks volumes. But if you've got a wide CD collection, that also suggests to me that you're a lot closer to your audio than your average listener and this is the product for you because this is not for your average listener the Otava FSC C70 has what they call Gino which is short for jitter elimination and noise shaping optimization it's got a bi-amp structure so it separately drives the woofers and tweeters and mid-range speakers it also has a thing called space tune so it can optimise itself to your surroundings right down to the position you put it in the room, whether, whether it's freestanding, against a wall, or in a corner. It can, can optimise that as well, and uh, it does have that connectivity, as I mentioned. has got a DAB+, plus a digital audio broadcast, digital radio antenna plugged in the back of the unit. There's also an optical audio connection, too. There's also a 3.5mm headphone jack and a USB port. So if you've got an external drive or a thumb drive, you can play the onboard audio content right through this system as well. There is also a full-size internet, uh, sorry IR remote control, so your, your infrared remote control. And that, that lends itself to this to the audio credentials of this product. You've got a full-size remote control because it's the sort of product people will sit down to listen to. I think currently the audio situation for many people, our audio is something we have on in the background. We, we do it what we have it when we're, we're walking or training or doing a housework, whatever it happens to be. That's kind of how most people listen to audio nowadays. But with this system, it's for that person who wants to put it in a room and sit down and enjoy their music to actually deliberately make time to listen to the music that's what an audio file does and that is who this product is aimed to at this that, that's that's the ideal customer for the atava system uh, there's also a companion app not the best app in the world, I've got to tell you. Not very intuitive. Doesn't really look re- really nice either. It is handy though to help you connect your Wi-Fi. But the the app needs a bit of work. But you know, thankfully, you can get away without even using the app. You've got that full-size remote. Uh, there are controls on the on the device itself. So definitely worth worth a look. It supports all the codecs: WAV, FLAC, you name them. I've got them all on Tech Guide, and of course CDs. And uh, they they all sounded fantastic. It was it was a step up from what you'd hear from a bluetooth speaker even like a homepod sounds amazing as does you know the the top of the range echo and all these products this though took it to another level this had all the like it was bigger for a start had dedicated subwoofers had all these things going on and really offered real nuance and subtlety to the sound my only criticism was it was a little lacking in the bass department i think the bass was a little thin but I think when, it, when you consider the person who's going to listen to this and appreciate it for what it is, I don't think they'd appreciate the bass hitting them over the head. They, they, they appreciate the subtlety of the sound rather than having it as sort of really overtaking the rest of the music. So I think they've pulled the right rein here. Personally, I would have maybe nudged it up a little bit higher, but hey, that's just me. The Technics Otava FSC C70. It's a beautiful product. I was really sorry to give this back. It's, uh, it's not cheap either. It's 1649 bucks. But as I said, an audiophile would not bat an eyelid paying twice that for a pair of headphones or a cable. So this, I think, is a pretty good deal if you are one of those customers who values their audio. It will remind you why you love your audio. And it'll create this emotional connection with your music. I really enjoyed it. I think you will too, especially if you love your audio, uh, as the as do these uh, serious audio files. It's beautifully designed. Very delivers a premium experience. Uh, audio quality is fantastic for a wide range of listening options as well, whether you're CDs, the radio, Bluetooth, you name it. it it's got them um, ticks all the boxes for all your audio content and well worth a look. If you want to read our complete review, you can check that out at techguide.com.au. Well, let's change gear slightly to a speaker of a different kind. Now, I did mention uh, smart speakers and uh, how popular they are. Well, we had also a look at the Echo Show 8. This is the latest Echo speaker. It sits in the middle between the Echo Show 5 and the the Echo Show, which is the... Top of the line, 10-inch screen. The 5 is obviously the 5-inch screen. So 8 sits sweetly in the middle. It is pretty cool. Uh, It has an 8-inch display, as you know, and also is a smart speaker, and it's got Alexa on board. So it is a very versatile smart speaker to have because not only can it tell you things, it can also show you things. So this is kind of the middle child, I've called it, of the Amazon family. Sits between the Big Brother Echo Show 10-inch The Echo Show Five, which is five inch, and I think I think it's kind of the Goldilocks size because it's just right for your desk or kitchen counter. Perhaps a little too big for your bedside table. I'd go the uh, Echo Show Five there, which is I've got it behind by my bedside. It's a pretty small footprint as well. Twenty centimeters wide, nine point nine centimeters deep. 13.6 centimetres high, screen is angled nicely towards the user. So if it's on your desk, the screen is pointed right at you. So there's no reflections. It's a really good angle. You see everything quite clearly. The 8-inch screen has a resolution of 1280 by 800, has two speakers on board at 10 watts per channel, there's also volume controls on top. This thing also has a camera as well, by the way. A lot of people are surprised. A camera? Well, what would a display like that need a camera for? Well, what you can do to other, you, you can make video calls and what they call drop-ins to other Echo devices. So say you gift one of these to your mum or your grandma or whatever, your grandpa father, your grandparents, or even one of your kids, maybe they, they've got this as well you can make little video calls to them. So between echoes, you can call each other, video call each other. Even within the same house, say you've got this this device, this and this is not just with the show, but all echo devices, you can even make announcements. Say the kids have got an echo in their bedroom and your husband's got one in the man cave and and you're in the kitchen or your wife might be, have, have her her woman cave if you like. But point is, you can make an announcement to everyone at the same time. You might say, hey, everyone, dinner's ready or here, be ready in 10 minutes, we, we need to go out. Whatever, Whatever you want to announce, you can do that through the Echo speakers, including this one, the Echo Show 8. But what it does have is the camera, so you can make video drop-ins as well. Uh, and it does for those who are thinking, well, you know, privacy is important. There is a facility to not only shut the camera down, but also block the lens. So if you uh, want, want to ensure privacy, make sure no one drops in on you when you don't want them to, you can turn that off. I think you have to approve the call anyway, so don't think people can just start watching you through a video call without you, without you uh, pressing it, allowing, giving them permission to do so. But it does add that extra layer of privacy as well and of course being a smart speaker smart display on board as well you can use it to control other devices, but also monitor other devices. So having that screen, you can ask to look at, and it works very well with Ring doorbells, with Arlo security cameras. So you might ask to look at your front door. It'll give you a live view of your front door, maybe through your Ring video doorbell, or you might have an Arlo camera set up in your backyard or in the front front. there. You can ask for them by name, and it'll display what the camera is seeing uh, on, that, on the Echo Show 8. Uh, in an instant, uh, it, and, and it's also handy too. If you want to, when, when a, as a screensaver, you can also add your your favourite photo, so it becomes a bit of a digital photo frame as well. So, as an all-round device, it is very very handy. Uh, definitely worth a look. It's two hundred and twenty-nine dollars, so n- not not too not too badly priced. I think that's pretty reasonable. Uh, one thing we noticed though, and uh, a lot of other customers have complained about this, you can't fill the entire display with a clock. So how this works now, the clock is displayed in the top left-hand corner. Uh, With the Echo Show 5, the clock actually takes up the whole screen. So it looks from across the room, you can read the time. With the Echo Show 8, you can't do that. So it only fills the top left-hand part of the screen. So technically, the clock on the Echo Show 5, smaller display, is bigger than it would be on the Show 8. So that well, hopefully they can address that with a uh, with an up software update because I'd love to see the clock go full size as well. I quite like that. So uh, I think that's something that they can possibly update. But it is a common complaint. I did read some of the uh, some of the cons- customer feedback. And that was uh, more than a few people mentioned that as a, something they'd like to see improved on the Echo Show 8. But apart from that, that ain't a deal breaker. I think this that's a it's a pretty good all round device. If you are looking to get a smart speaker with a display on board, I think the Echo Show 8 uh, can really do the trick. $229. Uh, and if you want to read our complete review, you can see that at techguide.com.au. Well Dyson have re- revealed uh, yet another hair care product. They've also they've got a couple out already you know, you know. They've got their the Supersonic hair dryer and they've also got the Airwrap styler. They've been out a few years now. And so they, their credentials in the hair care space are pretty solid, but they've just released yet another product and it's called the Dyson Corral. This is a hair straightener. But a hair straightener with a difference, there's a few features, standout features that you don't get on your regular on your regular hair straightener. And by that, I mean it has flexible plates. So anyone, any women listening to the podcast, shout out to all you guys. And I suppose men with long hair can use this as well, I guess. But my wife and my two daughters, they fight over the hair straightener in the morning and Traditionally, what happens is the, the plate, which is what's heated up and is what helps straighten the hair, that is a solid bit of metal. The difference with the Dyson is that that plate is made up of special material that can actually flex so that it can grip the, the lock of hair that you're straightening. And that's why it's called the corral. It sort of keeps it in place and can also maintain even temperature so that you don't damage your hair. So with other hair straighteners, uh, they often have one setting for for the, the temperature and because they don't have that flexibility, they could potentially damage your hair. Now, with the Corral, because of the flexible plates, it means it can not only handle the temperature properly, but also handle all different types of hair a little bit more easily as well. So different types of hair, different types of thicknesses as well. There are three operating temperatures and a, an intelligent heat control, so you can, you can decide whether you wanna run the temperature at 165 degrees, 185 degrees, and 210 degrees. And the temperature is checked, depending on the type and thickness of your hair, it's checked 100 times per second to ensure that the heat is just right and accurate. Now, being a Dyson, of course, you'd expect this to be very well designed, and it is. I had it in my hand last week, and it is. It, you can feel the weight to it. There's a there's a, a sliding control so to, to clip the to, to keep the hair straightener clipped closed. Uh, you un once you release that clip, uh, the the sliding button, and then it opens up, and then ac- and then you can access the controls. But I think one of the biggest developments with this product and Dyson didn't really make this a top line feature of the product. It was all about the engineering and all this sort of stuff and the the uh, everything all the technology on board. One thing that I reckon should have been one of the top line features that they spoke about is the fact that it's cordless. There is no cable. I told my wife about this cordless. It blew her mind that there was no cord to this thing because a cord literally tied you to the spot where you can use this product now without a cord you're free you can use this wherever you want you can there might be a better mirror in 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 your bedroom or in another room or easier to use it to walking around using it so it it does really free up the user now the reason it's cordless is there is a lithium-ion battery on board that'll run for about 35 minutes before it needs a recharge it comes with a charging cradle takes about 70 minutes then to recharge uh, back to full to full use, and once it's switched on, it takes about ten seconds to heat up and start using, and which is remarkable. So you can get get to work, get everything done, and then charge it up again. Each plate of the each uh, the panel of each flexible plate is just sixty five microns thick. That's the thickness of a human hair, so uh, it does a great job there, keeping the right temperature flexing to control the hair that you're putting through it uh, and and handling all different types of hair types and hair thicknesses. Now, being a Dyson, it's not the cheapest product in the world either. It's $699. Now, a lot of people are thinking, whoa, for a hair straightener, I can buy one for a 100 bucks? Well, with a Dyson, you're paying for not only all the technology that's in your hand, but the seven years of research and development it took to bring it to that point, uh, I think it's kind of a it's like the peep it's 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 like a, a Rolls Royce compared to a a Ford or a Hyundai or a Kia. The, they kind of do the same thing, but this one obviously does it a little bit better. So, for those customers who are willing to spend the money, I think having a cordless is going to attract a lot of people. That could be attractive for others. They might be happy with the the cheaper version, and that's their choice. But this is Dyson's product. I've got to say, I'm not a massive hair straightener user, but my wife and my daughters are. And when I told them about this and its features and what it can do and how it looks, they were amazed. Uh, I don't know if they were $699 amazed, but a lot of you might be. It's not going to be released until April 24. If you want to give it a try, if you live in Sydney, Dyson have a demo lab in Sydney's QVB, the Queen Victoria building. Uh, it's going to go on sale uh, on dyson.com.au and at the demo lab. May the 1st, it's going to become available from Maya, David Jones, Sephora and adorebeauty.com.au. 699 is the price. Two colours, dark nickel and fuchsia and purple slash black. Uh, looks really nice, I've got to say. Pretty cool, sort of in line with the style of their other products. Really high quality. A lot of engineering's gone into them and kind of solves a problem. That, that, that's their goal whenever they create a product. They want this to be better than what's on the market to solve a problem, to deal with the issues that may be existing in that particular category of product. The Dyson Corral, definitely worth a look, $6.99. If you want to read our full review, you can check it out at techguide.com.au. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly supported by Norton. They're the company that can keep you and your family and your devices safe online. Now, we live in a world where we're constantly connected. It's an unusual to hear about cyber attacks. They're more prevalent than ever. Phishing scams also, are, are more, more than ever, are coming through. Even cyber criminals we spoke about recently are using the coronavirus to pull off their latest scams. Ransomware is another problem. Online predators, big data, plenty of things we really need to keep an eye on to make sure they don't track our every move. But these cyber threats, while they've evolved, Norton's product has evolved as well the new Norton 360 gives you next level protection it combines the power of device security with a secure VPN to help keep you and your family not only safe but also private online as well the new Norton 360 is all-in-one protection for your devices and your online privacy it's available now at leading retailers and au.norton.com And now, answering all your tech questions, the Tech Guide Help Desk. Yeah, the Tech Guide Help Desk is brought to you every week by our good mates at Belkin. Uh, if there's any cables and chargers and uh, speakers that you need, they are the people to look for, belkin.com forward slash au. Uh, had a few calls and emails about a particular Bluetooth issue. Uh, I do I do know a lot of you have your Bluetooth, uh, your phone connected to your to your car via Bluetooth. You may be listening to this very podcast through that connection. Well, what we have heard are uh, there are some issues with some late recent released smartphones and older vehicles where there are issues where Siri might not work, uh, calls drop out, calls don't connect often. And we did a little bit of research. We actually had a call from someone who works for a car dealership, and they said that the issue could be with the Bluetooth module in the car. Uh, So if you, for example, are driving around a car that's maybe four or five years old, and you've got an iPhone 10 or an iPhone 11, which is one or two years old, the version of Bluetooth, so the version of Bluetooth in your car is probably Bluetooth 2.0. And the version of Bluetooth on your phone is probably going to be Bluetooth version 5.0. Now, these anomalies, while it's Bluetooth... It is possible that these, uh, this anomaly between the version numbers could cause some issues. There are possibility for your car manufacturer to update the Bluetooth module. So you might go to them and say, look, I want to update the Bluetooth module, maybe update it with a software. I don't know how they do it. But ask your car manufacturer. So if you drive a Mercedes-Benz, go to a Mercedes-Benz dealership and ask them. Is it possible to update my Bluetooth module? Uh, so that that could solve a lot of issues. That, that's what I'm. That's what our research tells us anyway. The other question I had this week was about uh, people say, look, I live in a in a in a area where the mobile reception isn't that good. Is there a device or a product that I can buy to boost my mobile coverage? And My answer to that is not really because there's nothing affordable you can buy to make the reception, the signal strength in your area stronger than what it is. Uh, You may need to change telcos depending on who you're with and where you live. Uh, I think that that's something you should check before you sign up to a telco. But there is good news. If you own a recent smartphone, I'm talking in the last three to four years, there is a feature on board that can help you called Wi-Fi calling. So if you've got particularly poor reception at home, you can use Wi-Fi calling, which basically uses your home's Wi-Fi connection to boost your signal. So it uses that Wi-Fi connection as backhaul to improve your your mobile signal so that you can make clearer calls. I've heard from many people who have discovered this feature, and it has solved their problems. So Potentially, it could do the same for you as well. So if you've got poor reception at your place, that's definitely something to try. And that there is the end of our show for this week. We hope you enjoyed it. Everything that we've spoken about, as usual, you can find at techguide.com.au. Uh, we'd love to hear from you as well. Please send us an email if you have a question or just want to say good day. Info at techguide.com.au is where you need to go. The, there's also an icon on the Tech Guide website where you can click through and fill out the form and you can send me an email. and It'll come straight to my inbox. We'd also love for you to follow us on Twitter, at Stephen Fennec is my handle, uh, and uh, that's spelt with a PH. Similar handle on Instagram if you want to follow me on Instagram as well. And also follow the techguide.com.au Facebook page. We often run a competition uh, called Freebie Friday, which you could win a prize. We're running them every two weeks and giving them away. All you need to do is like the page and like our post and fill out the entry form and you could win a prize. So we'd love you to follow us on all those platforms. It's also another way for you to get in touch with us and and see what we're doing. Uh, We also want to give a special thanks to our sponsors, Netgear, the brand you can trust for all your Wi-Fi needs, and also Norton. Uh, If you want to stay safe online, they're the company that can do that for you. Please support the companies that support us. We look forward to you joining us again next week. So until then, stay safe and stay connected.